Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Shift. Uh, this week's guest is Matt Pavich, a good friend of mine. I'm very excited. Uh, we're going to have so much fun. He's a comedian in New York City. And uh, we're going to have great chats today. Great chats. We're going to talk I about chat. open relationships, breakups, thirst traps. You didn't tell me that. I got your written permission. <laughs> I texted Matt last night being like, I know you're going through a hard time, but are you okay to talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> or we could talk about anything else. I always ask for permission because I don't want to be... That This is why I think that this podcast will never be a huge success because, you know, I remember one time someone being like, you should be more competitive with the guests. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to buy them coffee. I'm going to make sure I get permission. Where's this from? <laughs> it's just down the street. It's really nice. I don't know what it's called. And I feel like I should actually give them a plug. Give them a shout out. Get a fucking deal, brand deal. It's like 2B or something. And uh, all the servers every time or the baristas are trans. No, maybe. <laughs> but, you know. I feel like TB Coffee House. That's what it's called. TB Coffee House, <laughs> which stands for Trans Coffee House. <laughs> no. Trans by Coffee House. Um, but no, they're like Eastern European or something. I love Eastern Europe. I know, and I'm you're from Eastern Europe. Yeah, where are you from again? Croatia. Croatia. My father's Croatian. You were born here, though. I was born here, yeah. Okay, and you go back a lot. Every summer. Well, when I can. Can you speak Croatian? Samo malo Hrvatski. Wow. Only a little Croatian. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. It a lot is. of Irish go there. I know. I was just about, you stole the words out of my mouth. You it's know, like the Irish big... and the Croatians are close. Are we? Yeah, because we had a very similar um, history. Yeah. You had the whole north and south thing going on, right? Yeah. And we had a very similar thing in uh, Yugoslavia, former Yugoslavia. There were three religions, not just two. Oh, wow. Oh, that's even... That's there were Muslims in Bosnia. Yeah. There were the Catholics in Croatia and the Orthodox. Oh, wow. In uh, Serbia. Yeah. And you know religion. Religion it, just messes everything up. Everything. I know. It's crazy and people are still doing it. I know. Like in Ireland, it's funny because it's like just two versions of Christianity. and. But still, they still fucking kill each other all the time. Celtic and uh, what's the other team? Um, ra- Rangers. Rangers. Are you yeah. a Rangers or a Celtic? I'd be... Uh, Celt or Celtic is it? Celtic, wow, yeah. Celtic. Yeah, I'd be Celtic, I guess. Because you're Catholic. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm. I don't watch soccer. It's soccer. You don't right? watch football. No. Really? Yeah. That's weird. And all the Irish listeners are like, I can't believe you just call it soccer, Katie. I, I know it's football, <laughs> but fair American <laughs> listeners than I am in America. Yeah. Um, no, I prefer Gaelic football or rugby. Rugby's a crazy game. Yeah. You ever see uh, Australian rules football? Yeah, that's a version of Gaelic football. Gaelic football, yeah. And yeah. rugby, yeah. That's a fun time. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand the game. Like, I've watched it probably a hundred times, and I still don't know the rules, but I have a good time watching no, it. No, it's the best. They my hit da- each other hard. They do. My dad played for Ireland over 40s, and he went over to Australia. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think he probably would have done it. When he was younger, but then he had me, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. you fucked Just, them all yeah, up. Ruining your dreams. Ruining your dreams. Who's <laughs> look, ruining your dreams? If uh, nobody, because I didn't have a kid, okay? Uh, I know, I'm but careful. you have a boyfriend? I have a boyfriend. He doesn't Is he ruin- ruining your dreams? No, no, he's he really helps it. Are you happy? Yeah, I think so for the most part. It's yeah. gonna ruin your dreams. Oh, it's gonna ruin. Yeah, this is a real just gone through a breakup. <laughs> Being content is bad for comedy. Uh oh no, I disagree. Okay, so. Uh, well, I just also, firstly, I don't think you should be 100% happy all the time. I don't think that's realistic. And no. I do think that's what fails a lot of relationships where people are like, oh, we should be happy all the time. Happiness is a fleeting emotion. Yeah, I think you got to work on it. You have to be like, relationships are work. And then secondly, I think my boyfriend helps my comedy because he... Gives you material. 
No, he doesn't. He actually doesn't give me any material. <laughs> he's the first boyfriend who hasn't given me material, but he's very. Uh, Wait till the breakup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I'll get so loads, much. and I'll be sad. But uh, <laughs> he's a he's a very healthy person. So. I'm such a dick. You're no, like you're I'm in a happy relationship. You're like wait till you, you guys let me break ruin up. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but just uh, I feel like when you're in a healthy relationship. Uh, your your mental space is in a better place so it's it's actually easier to create where there's this idea that you should create when things are like going crazy but well, I feel like when you're in the good healthy part you can look back at the crazy times and make good content out of it does that sure make sense? sure sure my process is a little different than yours <laughs> um I was very happy in a relationship for like four and a half years and I loved loved that that box was checked yeah I didn't have to think about it yeah you know I had a girl back home in my home, not like she wasn't far. It sounded like she was in Croatia. Yeah, 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 I had a girl back home. <laughs> no, like I didn't have to worry about like chasing women yeah. for four and a half years. It really, it does help though because that's a I huge was laser focused yeah. on comedy. And then COVID hit yeah. and we spent all of COVID together. So really the relationship was like eight or nine years. Of course. Um, And then we broke up. Yeah. So now I'm writing all this shit about that. Yeah, that's true. And that, like, I mean, look, if you can get, if you can write material. Wherever you can get it from, right? Exactly. And it's funny. The new stuff is it funny. It is. I mean, I saw your set last week and all that stuff has to be brand new. And I thought it, it was hilarious. And yeah. that's why I was like, oh, can we talk about all these things? <laughs> Thank you. Can we use your bits for my podcast? <laughs> sorry. It's okay. I feel like it's good for people to hear, though, because you are, you know, um, it's really hard to get through a breakup. And you were saying, so you guys were together four years. Were you really going to propose? Long, longer than four years. I thought she was the one. Like, I don't really believe in marriage. I think it's a beat concept. Like, people used to trade goats and shit, and that's why people got married, like, for land. Mm -hmm. And now to, like, make everyone watch you sign a document for $100,000, yeah. like, Weddings are crazy expensive. The flowers at weddings are expensive and they die the next day. Like everything about it just seems stupid to me. But we were we were talking about like throwing a banger party in her uncle's backyard yeah. and just being like, let's spend as much time as we want together. And then if it works out, it works out. Like we weren't, I don't know about marriage, but like she wanted kids and I didn't want kids. That was a huge part of the relationship. That was a big problem. Yeah. Um, what was the question? <laughs> did I think we were going to get married? Yes, I did. I really did. I thought, like I said, I thought that box was checked. You know, I thought that I didn't have to worry about love. Well, not wanting kids versus wanting kids is like... Big problem. It's a big... That's like having different morals or different, you know... Religious backgrounds. Exactly. Like being a Republican and a Democrat. Yeah, yeah. But you can work on all that shit. Like, I, I have... I know couples that like one of them's a staunch liberal and one of them's like hardcore repub and like they make it work like you don't have like compatibility is not I don't think what makes people work. Yeah. I really don't think so. Um but like back to me um I I don't know like I I really thought it would work. And the kids thing, like, she kind of convinced, like, we settled on, like, let's have one. Oh, wow. Okay, that's big to kind of go from not wanting kids to, that's a huge, um, uh, I don't know what the word for it is, but that's a big thing that you'll be giving. Yeah. Uh, well, sacrifice, I guess. Sacrifice, yeah. I, I would have sacrificed one of my nuts for a kid. <laughs> no, I uh, I said, let's have one. And she was like, I don't want one. And I was like, well, I don't want one either. But, like, that's <laughs> fair. That's in the middle. You know, that's yeah. how fucking... Uh, compromise that's work. the word i was looking for not that's how, sacrifice. that's how compromises work <laughs> yeah. though right she wanted three i wanted zero so let's have one yeah and she sort of convinced me that i wanted a kid but i don't want a kid for a lot of reasons number one i'm bipolar mm -hmm. and that shit runs in the fam yeah and i don't want to have a little crazy fucking kid running around the poor bastard is all fucked up because of his dad mm -hmm. two they're expensive yeah it's crazy so expensive i want to live in new york for my whole life you know how hard it is to raise a fucking kid in New York? Impossible. Unless you're a fucking millionaire. Yeah. And then and then even then I don't know, it's really yeah. It's hard to think about. Even then they're a millionaire, but they're dropping down to like a hundred thousand a, a less class lesser for class real. because for real. For real, for real. I mean the tax break is cool. That's like the one incentive I had to having children is like you can claim them on your taxes. Yeah. But like I already claimed six kids on my taxes. Okay. So don't tell the IRS. But. Yeah. I mean, it's six 
Or no, it's uh, 50 grand to give birth in New York City. Insane. That's another yeah. thing. I don't have insurance. Yeah, yeah, it's 50 grand without insurance. And then oh. with insurance, it's still like couple thousands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's, uh, you know, you'd be wanting then to have a home birth and then you're no, risking your birth. life. Yeah, I'm not having a home birth. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. that shit. Or for anybody who has had a home birth and they've had a positive experience, I was joking about risking your life. <laughs> <laughs> or if they've had a bad experience, I'm sorry that you're dead and yeah. listening in heaven. And I'm sorry that this healthcare in America is really, really bad. It's really bad. Go to Ireland. Have is it better in Ireland? Yeah. Because everyone says that you have to like wait forever in like these countries that have uh, universal health care. Is that true? Like if you get sick, how long do you have to wait to go to the doctor? Maybe, but I will, I don't, maybe that's true. Yeah, maybe that there's an element to that. But when I got my tonsils out, before I moved here, I was having really bad pains with my tonsils and they were like, like my neck was swollen. I was constantly uh, having pain with them and they said, Lymph nodes. Yeah, they said that if, um, if I was still living in Ireland, it would be something you could just like, go like or no you could just like get rid of them in a while like it didn't they were like we don't really need to right now and just see but then there were the doctors like because you're moving to america it, it would cost where it was three grand in ireland it would cost 30 grand there 30 grand yeah so they were like let's just do it now while you're yeah, still on the because i was shit. on i was on insurance so you still have health insurance there and you still pay for it but, but you have health insurance here too no but yeah because i'm really poor same yeah yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. like free shit but it's still way more expensive here because when I didn't have health insurance, it was three grand to get three stitches. And in Ireland, that would never be that. Thousand dollars like, a stitch. Yeah, isn't that What'd crazy? What'd you do? You fall when you were drunk? And uh, no, I tried to open an avocado and stab myself <laughs> with a butter knife. <laughs> That's so. the least Irish thing you've ever done. Actually, the most Irish thing because afterwards, uh, you I had went, a pint. Uh, no, but when avocados came to Ireland. Uh, avocado ham became the top injury because people didn't know how to open them so they were all hilarious. so I started that hilarious and I was very like hardcore with it because like there, there was like a load of blood it wouldn't stop bleeding yeah of course uh, your hands bleed a lot yeah it was crazy and but it didn't hurt because I cut a nerve but my friend who's from Peru was like screaming and I was like it's okay it's okay just get me a towel and then she got me a towel and she was like crying yeah, and I was yeah, like yeah. taking care of her and I was like oh I can't use my phone because I just need yeah, to call yeah, my yeah. cousin to see if I need to go to the hospital but because it was on the corner I did need to go to the hospital yeah, 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 yeah let's see it can I see the, the wound I don't even see. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's only three stitches. Yeah. Yeah. Just one, two, three. One, two, three. But it's still like fuzzy. And that was seven years ago. You know, like yeah. a fuzzy feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so anyway, bad health care. But back to you. What it was like being in other open relationships? It's awesome. If you're respectful and like open and honest and actually follow the rules, it's pretty much the fucking home run derby of relationships. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because everyone wants to fuck everyone in New York, right? Um, I guess so. We live in the craziest city in the world. One of the craziest cities yeah. in the world. Everyone's hot. Everyone goes to the gym. Yeah. Everyone's on Instagram. It's insane. I fall in love every square block <laughs> that I walk in this city. I walk I go I take the subway. Yeah. Which is the cheapest way to travel. And there's people on the subway. The subway with the homeless. <laughs> There's people on the subway that I still am like, oh yeah, I'd love to have sex with that person. Yeah. One of my favorite games to play is who would I have sex with on this car? Yeah, I think I, I, I think you might be a very horny person. <laughs> <laughs> Other people are just reading books. <laughs> it might be a you thing. <laughs> you calling me a sex addict? No, I'm not calling I'm not a sex addict. Um, I've been <laughs> accused of being a sex addict, but I don't think I'm a sex addict. I think I'm a normal male 33-year-old guy. Yeah, I don't, I couldn't call these exercises. I don't know how many people you have sex with on the I don't daily have a, that, average. Many, that many people. But I mean, I think, I think every person has a different sex drive and has a different relationship. Mine is sex. high. Mine yeah, is high. so if I'm yours is high, that's fine. You're yeah, a dog. I am a dog. That's fine. I think, um, you just need to, so when you go to have open relationships, do you say that from the start? Yeah. Okay. I say, look, monogamy is kind of not my thing. Yeah. I think it's stupid. No offense. And I don't think that it works in this city. Yeah. And they say, what do you mean? And I break it down the way I just did. And they say, oh, I kind of feel like that too. And then we make some rules. What are the rules? It depends on the relationship. Like some of my favorite rules are like, you got to wear a condom. 
Oh, yeah, that should be a, yeah, of course. We don't tell each other anything. Oh, okay, so you can't get jealous. Never in the same house. Yeah. Like our house that we share or your house that we share. Like, I don't want to be in the same bed as some fucking guy. Um, Like, no mutual friends. Yeah. I think that's weird. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, those are, like, pretty basic rules. But then when you're not together and your partner's going out with their friends, are you not thinking like, oh, are they going to hook up tonight or you just don't care? No, I go out with my friends. <laughs> and then you hook up. <laughs> if it happens. Yeah. I'm not like searching for it, especially if I'm in like a happy relationship. Yeah. But even if I'm in a happy relationship, like I said, I'm a dog. Yeah. I have a disease. Well, that's what you said. <laughs> I said it. Yeah. Yeah, you said it. I've, I'm diseased. <laughs> Everything that I do is... For sex. Yeah. The reason I do comedy. Really? Yeah. Oh, mine's for like happiness. Validation. and Yeah. Oh, definitely. But that's the way I feel most validated. Is during sex. Is when a woman is like, I want to have sex with you. Yeah. I don't even need to have sex with them necessarily. I just need to know that they want to. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel um, I love being in a monogamous relationship. I don't actually like... The pursuit of dating or the pursuit of people, it feels a bit, I don't know, I guess like anxiety sometimes. I liked it when I was single and stuff, but since I've been in a relationship, I've never thought, oh, I'd love to go flirt with that person. Or really? like if someone flirts with me and they're like, ha, I'm like, oh, but I. Isn't that nice? Yes, that, but th and the don't you feel like you're not allowed to? Don't you have to immediately let them know you have a boyfriend? Um. Yes. And then that closed off a whole relationship. You have no idea what could have happened with that person. Maybe it wasn't a sex thing. Oh, yeah. But I think that's okay. I think it's good. Maybe it wasn't a sex thing. Maybe they're a director or a fucking creative person. And you could have had this whole cool, great dynamic with them. But you can still have that and be friends. You can. But by you saying, I have a boyfriend. Oh, no, I never do that. You never do that. No, no, because. Oh, you're a bad girl, Katie Boy. No. I mean, like, if someone's talking to me and it might be flirty, but it might be friendly, I don't want to presume it's flirty. Exactly. And then secondly, it's like, I am I know myself. I'm not going to do anything that's going to... But, like, also, for, for my boyfriend, I told him today to, like, dress better and get those get girls like into him because he's a comedian yeah and i'm like yeah get those get those likes get those likes those followers yes because i i trust each other and like if a girl flirts on him also if that makes him feel like sex he's going back to me feeling sexy yes so it's nice like it doesn't first matter where you get your appetite as long yeah, as you come home for dinner just once he doesn't kiss or you know put his penis inside her <laughs> what about touch how do you feel about touching people? Like I don't the like small that. of their back? No, no, no. I if it's, uh, You know, the thing is as well, if they're, ho like, because I'm a very huggy person and men hug me all the time. Huggy. Yeah, yeah. And you so, are. You're a great hugger. Yeah. So I could never, like, say to him, I don't, don't want to. Yeah, exactly. It would be hypocritical. But uh, what I don't see, I don't mind. But I do feel. So like let me ask you a hypothetical, right? Let's say you're at the bar. You just crushed a show. Yeah. Guy comes up to you. You're talking. You think it's friendly. And then he touches you on the small of your back. Yeah. Well, Do you say, oh, sorry, I have a boyfriend? No, I wouldn't say I have a boyfriend. I would step away. I would go, I would go, I have to go to the toilet. Because I don't know if they're like just... Uh, Being friendly. Yeah, and I don't want to be like, I have a boy. It feels so like... So you never say I have a boyfriend. Well, I, firstly, I talk about having a boyfriend on stage. So usually sure. when those guys do that, it's like... But people mm. don't understand that comedy is real. Yeah. Like people ask me all the time, like, is that true? I'm like... No, I fucking made up yeah. that I yeah, just went through a breakup. Creative, for, do you think I am? Seriously. <laughs> no, I'll just step away and go to the bathroom because. And then you won't come back. Um. Yeah, I'd just be like, let's say if they're like, oh, it was a great set, and then they leaned in, and I'd be like, oh, thank you so much. It was lovely to meet you. And then I go to the toilet. I think it's up to me. So to, you just have an overactive bladder. And I really do. <laughs> I think with. that's like caused my overactive bladder. That's yeah, hilarious. I think it's up to you to set the boundaries, but I don't want to offend someone or make them feel uncomfortable because. You know, also, I don't like when people I don't know come into my personal space anyway. So I tend to be like, yeah, uh, yeah, I would step away even if that was like a, a, if a straight woman had her hand on my back. I would sure, sure, like, sure, oh, sure. Okay. I just mean like, that was an example. Like for, for me, I'll bring it back to me. Like when I was with my ex-girlfriend, if a girl even like came up to me and started talking to me, I was like, hey, just so you know, like, I don't want to make things weird at all, but I have a girlfriend. Yeah. And then they'd be like, okay. And I'd be like, I'm just like, you know, I just, you know, I would like, I'm very faithful. I just, I don't want you to get the wrong impression. Like I would say. But this is when you were in monogamous. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We were monogamous in the middle of our relationship. Yeah. 
Well, that's great. That's great that you also, when you are monogamous, you're like, I am monogamous. I have not been in the past, and it's ruined my life. Yeah. Like, I have a very high empathy level, and I make the mistake of telling the people that I've cheated on that I cheated on them, which is selfish. That's a selfish thing to do. People think that's like honesty is the answer. Just don't tell them. I think if it's a once-off and they're never going to find don't out you do really it. love them, don't yeah, you're do only it. doing it to You're only doing your it, own, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's a very guilt. selfish thing to do. Yeah. But I would be like, ah, I did it. I don't know how to tell <laughs> And they'd be like, where is she? I'd be like, she's in Australia. She was visiting for one night. I'll never see her again. She was like, why the fuck did you tell me that? So that was my issue, is like, I would tell people that I was in a, that I was in a relationship and they would be like, oh, so we can't be friends? And I'd be like, ah. They're like, can I follow you on Instagram? I'd be like, I guess, but like, are you gonna follow me back? I'd be like, no, I can't. Yeah. And like that, I became a shell of a human being. Yeah. Like a a whack version of myself. But I think that's because, and correct me if I'm wrong. I yeah, shouldn't of psych- Psychoanalyze. Psychoanalyze me. But uh, I have no qualifications to this. But let's say like, um, are you nervous that let's say if this young hot woman yes. that it wouldn't be a friendship for you so you're putting in those boundaries yes. for yourself whereas yes. like if you were like oh i'm well capable of having friendship without maybe wanting to have sex with them then you could you know follow them back and be friendly with them but sure I, but then what you're in this girl's dms yeah. and then my girl sees me dming someone like what it what is, is a dm what's a friendly dm there's no such thing as a friendly dm oh no, you're right. I There's think no such thing as a friendly fire emoji. There's no such thing as a friendly heart emoji. Yeah, That's bullshit. No, you're right. I think it'd be different if it was like a, let's say it was a young comedian and then they really liked your material and they kind of want to learn. And they want to follow me, yeah. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, this is okay. And then they're like asking you questions. Like, but why do they want to follow me? Because you're a talented comedian. There's loads of sure. male comedians that I look up to that I wouldn't want to. Yeah, but you're I mean, also a comedian. If it was another comedian, that's different. Yes, that's I would true. never say but I have a girlfriend. A, yeah. I would never. I'm talking about like people at the bar. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. Yeah. If it's a young comedian, come on the road. Let's be friends. You're yeah. a peer. That's totally different. Yeah, I guess. I wasn't. I wasn't saying comedians. I was saying like, I don't want to say fans, but like yeah, pe- people at the show. People no, at the yeah. show. I get, yeah, I get, no, I totally get it. I guess with fans too, like I definitely just give them a hello, thank you, goodbye. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah I don't want to, no, no, it's the same. I, w- I don't want to reply. What's that great Drake fan, Drake line that he says about fans? Um, and I don't fuck fans because the eager beaver could be the collapse of a dam. Wow. I hate to quote Drake, but he's got some bars. Yeah, yeah, no. What does that mean? As in, they could ruin your life. Yeah. <laughs> well, also as well, I've I had dated like quote unquote fans, and then they Oof. stopped being fans. Oof. I just lost those fans when I broke it off with of them. Of course. And then secondly, I have you would date a fan like someone that came up to you after a show. Yeah, yeah, I did years ago. I would date a girl that came up after a show, but she would have to be like not super into comedy. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh no, it was a huge mistake. Especially Ron was like <laughs> super into comedy and it was just like he would just be like talking about comedians all the time and oh it's a nightmare. Do you know Mark Norman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exact that is exactly yeah. something he asked. That's literally like, like okay, so do you know who Matt Reif is? That yeah. guy that's huge on TikTok. Yeah, my sister was just talking about it. We're him. friends. Okay. Like we're friendly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And literally girls will DM me and be like, Hey, I just followed Matt Reif and see that he follows you. How the fuck do you know Matt Reif? Yeah, I know. My my and I'm like, Are you serious, dog? My sister from Ireland was just like, Do you think there's some way we could like meet, meet Matt Reif? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. And then she's like showing me his jokes and I couldn't even pay attention to his jokes because I was like so looking hot. at his arm. He's so hot. I was sexualizing him. He so looks much like in my a girl. Head. What like he's just He's too so hot. attractive. He's too hot. Yeah, he has an effeminate masculine. It's yeah, like he's, he's androgynous. No, I guess, yeah, I guess with me, I'm like very, I've always been very good with boundaries when it comes to men. And I think that, like, I have great male friends. You friendships. just said you dated a fan. No, no, that's different. That wasn't, that was when that's I was not, single. That's not good Okay, that's boundaries, very bad Kate. boundaries. You're that's right. I'm very hypocritical. Kate. But I mean, when it comes to like wanting guys to be friends or whatever, like I would never like. It's easier for a girl. Yeah. To have guy friends. So I guess when I'm in a relationship, I know the like, the, the boundaries and the things that I would want him to do too. So it's like. Well, actually, I take that back. It's not easier for a girl to be friends with a guy because every one of your guy friends wants to fuck you. You see, that's the thing. It's hard because then when you do get in a relationship, some of your guy friends Disappear. drop like flies. Same with girlfriends. Same it's with girlfriends. Yeah. I have I have a ton of girlfriends that are just like, oh, you're with your girl all the time? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. 
that's normal. Yeah. No, I love I love when you do then get in a serious relationship and you see the guy friends who still like want to meet up for coffee. Yeah, and yeah you're like, like, oh, you're a real friend. Yeah, or they want to like get to know your boyfriend. Are you on? What do you do? Is this a hello? I'm just taking a picture. Is it me? Yeah. Let me see. It's cute. I was talking. I know. Oh my God, I literally look 12. I did that teenage face thing and it you didn't look are, much you different. You are young. You are young. <laughs> How old are you? 32. Get the fuck I out know, of here. Right? What's your skincare regimen? Um, it was honey for a long time. No, yeah, say a brand, get a fucking deal. Oh, it is now La Roche Posay. Yes, it is La Roche Posay. Sponsor the pod, Katie yes, Boyle. Please. They're wears... French. They don't give a fuck. They're not gonna. Yes, they do. What are you talking about? Your you skin know... looks fucking crazy good. Thank you, La Roche Peral. <laughs> I'm gonna buy some. I'm gonna buy some on the internet just because Katie Boyle wears it. <laughs> Wait, what? You know what? I, you, I, when you came back to some, or you said something earlier, and it, I really related to it. So you were saying you have bipolar, and you're yeah. afraid to have a kid because it runs in the genes. Yes. So my mother definitely has personal, uh, borderline personality. That's sort a of. rough one. Yeah, it hasn't been diagnosed, but from everything I've read and everything I experienced, yeah. and you know, and I had to like. Cut it doesn't her need off. to be diagnosed yeah. for it to be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and she also would never like get help. No, Every, she's everybody older. else is the problem. But of course, yeah, yeah. that's classic. Uh, yeah. personality disorder and, shit and it's hard because it's like I met a girl with personality disorder in the psych ward oh wow and uh, she was a wild one yeah and like you said I shouldn't be here this is bullshit fuck this place I'm perfectly fine and then like the next second she was like kicking a door out and like locked in a fucking padded room and we were like yeah <laughs> you're like you're like, I need to be here. You definitely need to be here. <laughs> if I'm here, bitch, you should be here too. It's really hard and it's hard to live with. It's hard to be around and um, it's hard for- You guys don't talk? No, no, we couldn't. Every, yeah, every word was was Wild. weaponized yeah. because every word I said- She would take that. It was to the point where I was like, do I not know English? Because I thought <laughs> I said, let's get tea, but she heard I'm a terrible mother. <laughs> You know, it was really hard. <laughs> That's a joke. Okay. I'll. 27, it's, it's, recorded. it's recorded. That's very funny, Katie Boyle. Okay, good. I'll put that. I'll put that in. I should r r talk more about her. I have a little bits about her, but. Um, yeah, especially if you guys don't talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the best thing I ever did was, was cut her out. And I would even say only till last year, because I went to therapy over it, do I feel yeah. like. Like it's really okay. healed from it. Um, It'll, it takes time. Cutting yeah. out a family member is hard. You know what the thing was? Cutting it, her out wasn't. It was hard at the time, but it wasn't hard to to do the. As in, it was great to be free from her. It was hard to deal to process the trauma afterwards. Because then course. every day you're like, oh, that was bad, and then you start realizing yeah. all that stuff that was that normal. That was toxic. You're that like, was yeah, really not cool of her to do. Yeah. Holy shit, that thing she did when I was six yeah. that ruined me. For yeah. Like Four years. You're like, oh, normal parents don't do that. Yeah, normal kid parents don't leave their kid at the store. You're yeah. like, I thought that was part of the fucking gig. Yeah, they don't say, oh, because, you know, you said something that they heard wrong. They don't go, oh, so I'm going to slit my wrist and you're going to see the blood pour out of me at the table. And then five minutes Holy later, be like, what shit. are we getting for dinner? <laughs> like, Holy that's, shit. it was really extremes. Like, that sucks. I'm sorry, Katie. Yeah, but it's, no. So getting back to what we were saying, you don't want to have kids either because I would be afraid. I didn't well, want to something very interesting yeah there is no zero scientific proof that mental illness runs in the family because i you know what you know what the problem zero you know what the problem with these fucking tiktoks is people are just saying stuff and because i even saw a tiktok the other day and it said something about irish history and i was like i never heard that <laughs> so then i went and researched it and i was like i think this person just said you can say whatever you want on tiktok with no, no actual citations yeah yeah so i did see a thing where they said 40 percent of Borderline personality is in the genes, and there's I was like, nothing. "What?" There's so that's zero. probably a lying. TikTok. I talked to a doctor yeah. from a very uh, renowned uh, uh, university. He took his time and he came on my podcast that I had called the episodes. I only did nine episodes. It's about being bipolar. He said that most mental illness comes from trauma, oh, okay. and trauma is genetic shit. Yeah. Trauma is passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. Like look at something like, you know, as fucking crazy as it is to bring up slavery in a podcast with two white people. I know. But that is trauma fucking generational trauma. Yeah. Or you could even think like with the famine with Ireland. Famine with Ireland. Trauma. Generational World trauma. World War II. Trauma. Yeah. Vietnam. 
trauma. Yeah. This Croatian war, trauma. The well, Irish war, fucking generational trauma. Your dad yeah. died in a war? Yeah. You're going to have some fucking skeletons, bud. Yeah, and the thing even like the famine is a good example because my friend studies like how to ha- isolate the fat gene. Mm-hmm. And she said it, there is a gene that um, means some people are more predisposed predis- to maybe putting on weight more than others. And on she potatoes. Said, she said, yeah, <laughs> <on> potatoes. <laughs> she said, if, you're, if your genes come from famine, your body is always fighting to get whatever. So if you, let's say, have like a year where you kind of pig out and you eat too much food. Yeah. And like, that's fine. You're having that year. Yeah, yeah. But then COVID. whatever. Exactly. I put on like 20 pounds. Yeah. So let's say if you have like famine genes, that 20 pounds, your body goes, oh, this keep is. It. Keep it. Keep it. So it's constantly. So it's harder than for you to lose it. It's harder for you to that keep it off. That makes so much sense. Yeah. And it's all to do with you. So Ryan I, Scalaro. Do you know who that is? No. Very funny stand-up comedian. He's like. <laughs> 55 years old he's fuck he's a fucking killer look him up um he was telling me about all these different body types like uh i don't remember what they're called but there's like literal like genes in your body that decide which body type you are and like it decides like whether or not you can keep weight on whether or not you can keep weight off whether or not you're short and fat whether or not you're tall and lanky like literal dna it's crazy. It is crazy. And then there's people like, you know, starving themselves. And then there's people fucking eating whatever they want. Yeah. Fucking walking around like me. Yeah, it's I'm, not fair. I'm like that. And my boyfriend You really, can eat whatever you want. Yeah. Me and I, I, I'll also forget to eat a lot. Same. I intermittent oh, I fast by accident. Me too. So I think that's what it is. Because I won't eat. I haven't even eat, eaten breakfast. I, bre- I yeah. ate uh, a slice of pizza. Yeah. It's 2.42. Yeah, it's like a slice of toast. But then at like six, I'll eat a lot. I'll eat a lot and then I won't eat until midnight and then I'll go to bed right after I eat. Like it's fucked up. Like my genes are not fair. Yeah. Um, and I feel bad about them, but I also love them. Yeah. My dad and brothers are the same. They've got great. And my dad has like, he is. All my sisters have great genes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like nearly 60 and he doesn't have any wrinkles. He actually can't even make facial expressions because it's like he has natural Botox. Hell yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So I think that's a, okay. So that's a good point. I do. I remember Chan Su saying that there is a gene element with um. So she studies schizophrenia, but there's yes. also because they were trying to see if they could isolate it. But it also is environmental, it's and that's so what much more environmental it. than than gene based. Yeah, because it could be in you, but then if you're experiencing trauma, because I'm sure if with, you do drugs. Yeah. Oh, she said too. If you do, if you smoke weed at a young age, so bad for you. Yeah. Weed, yo. Everyone's talking about legalized <laughs> weed. Legalized. The only reason they legalize weed is because they realize they can make a fucking trillion dollars a year off that shit yeah, yeah it's not good for you especially if you have a predisposition to fucking mental illness and people are like oh it calms me down it makes me sleep weed sucks dude and a lot of people who say a lot of my friends are like it calms me down they're I'm the like, most anxious people yes <laughs> like, really? i can see you dog <laughs> it calms me down <laughs> yeah you haven't said a word in 10 minutes it doesn't calm you down it paralyzes you it's alcohol like, sucks. Yes, dude. alcohol is so bad too. All those things are bad, and I think and cigarettes are bad. And cigarettes are great. Um, I mean they feel very good. I used I to love love a cigarette. <laughs> I love a vaporizer. Nicotine is dope, dude. But we know that it causes cancer, and you know the risks. And I just think if you're going to be selling weed, you, there is this weird thing where America has just gone. They kind of just like propaganda. They say like, oh no, it's great, but it without giving the, the risks. You know what else comes from the earth? Poison ivy. That's a Brendan Sagalow oh, yeah. joke. But it's true, and he says Republicans too Republicans, at the end. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it's but that is true. There is bad stuff that nettles. Brendan Sagalow, very funny comedy comedian. Look him up. Um, he is. He's been on the podcast like a couple times. Oh, okay. But not in the studio. I'll have to get him in the studio. Listen back. Listen back to the Brendan Sagalow oh. podcast. There's a lot of farts. Yeah, I'll get him on again in the studio. I'm trying to think. Um, yes, so the that's studio true. is so cool. By the I way, I know. I know. Unbelievable. I was nervous because obviously you're like renting a studio. Yeah. But then I was like, I need to because I've had the podcast for four years, and I was like, I need to just try YouTube it. Um, you have to YouTube. It. You're too pretty to be on the radio. <sighs> Look at this. Uh, shouts to Pat. Shouts to the studio. It's fucking very cool. I think um, what you're saying about yeah. So if you have, because my dad told me when I was younger not to smoke weed because mental health issues run in my family, and it definitely does because it was like my mother had some weird aunt who was like locked in the house all the time, yeah. and then there was this other story about something with knives. But <laughs> so um, and like <laughs> weird like voices through the radio, but believe in them. Uh, I, should, so I definitely... should laugh into the mic. People <laughs> like when you laugh into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. But um, so I think that's the thing. It's like hard because you can't control your environment as a child. No. And that's the thing. Whatever. 
And less, I'm sure maybe something happened to my mother's people should child. have kids. Way or, less people should have kids. But even like good parents, so the good parents from the Doesn't last- Doesn't matter. But even them from the last generation, what technically would have been good. So let's say I'm like talking about my mother and someone else is like, oh my God, I didn't experience that. That's awful. But they would have experienced their own trauma. little traumas because um, parents didn't realize things like always going, clean your dishes. And it gave people a lot of anxiety. Like, uh, you know- There's mold in the bathroom. I'm like, mom, that's urine and I will clean it. <laughs> urine is sterile and it's okay. <laughs> but it does give you little- anxieties i saw my mom has my mom's an amazing woman so is my dad but she has um for sure some like neat freak uh in her and like my two of my sisters got it and my other sister and i are fucking slobs (laughs) and it drives her you're like the opposite that was your rebellion not even my rebellion i'm just an artist like i (laughs) I don't give a fuck about a clean bed like doing my bed in the morning people are like that's how you have to start your day your day is going to be so much better if you just wake up and make your bed. I read it in a book. Your whole day will be better. I'm like, no, I don't care. I'm going to fucking sleep in it the next night. Yeah. I'm not going to waste my time matching socks. Yeah. I have other shit to do. Uh, yeah. I see both. You see both sides. Because we're living since I've lived with my boyfriend, it feels like, the first place that is my yes. home. Where do you live? Astoria. We live right? in Chelsea now. Oh, nice. Yeah, moving so, on up. Yeah, well, we moving on up. We got a good deal, but um, we uh, so I re I decorated the whole place. Um, and so since I've been there, and he really likes when the bed is made in the morning, but it actually is nice to like come home do like fresh. It feels I feel like disorganized when I come home and I haven't like cleaned the dishes or whatever. Plus, yes, it puts I, you in a better head state. Yeah, That's why so, I hire a cleaning lady. Well, this is what's great about my boyfriend is that. I definitely work a lot more than him and he is very aware of that but he really pick he'll really like he'll like just do the dishes and not complain which is really nice you know or he'll like do the laundry <laughs> what an unbelievably backhanded compliment that was Katie oh my god that was so funny oh my god I'm so I am, Irish I am booked way more than him <laughs> and he knows it and that's why he does the dishes he's my little bitch <laughs> <laughs> He would be booked more if he put himself out there, but he—that's his his personal. Do I know him? He his name's Leland Long. Leland Long. Leland Long. He's Leland younger. Long. He's five he years younger. No, no, no. He's just American. Okay. Like American, American. Native American. No. Him. Um. Well, apparently there's some Native American. His dad oh, says, so he's but just I don't like know. American right. white. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, but um. He's uh, he's just very relaxed with things and and it's quite nice. Like he's, he's young. Yeah, he has like a healthy relationship. He doesn't need to be out every night. And um, God bless him. And he has like a part time job. But like whereas me, I'm like I need to be this doing. This is it. You know, I do podcasts. I'm doing this the, it, the yeah. shows every night, and I'm a bit overwhelmed. So he'll like kind of see that sometimes and be like, I don't want this. Oh no, not even that. He's just like I'll just do this. This is just I have some free nice. time. Yeah, That's yeah, really yeah. Sweet. So he'll never like throw it in my face, right? Because I'll be like, oh, I'll do, I'll do the dishes tonight. I'll do the dishes tonight. And, and then he's he like, does them. and then I come home. They're done. He was like, no, you're late nights. No worries. So I'm like, oh, you know, what a sweet yeah. Pee. And he makes me tea every morning because I won't get it. I won't. I'll sleep for forever, which I think is like slight depression. Yeah, it's a little sadness. Yeah. But he'll make me tea, but he won't leave it in the bedroom. He puts it into the so you living room, so I have to get up and get it. That's really. That's fucking how I got cute. up today. That's really fucking cute. Yeah. So things like that. I feel like this coffee is incredible. I'm buzzing. Good. I wish there was a logo on here, but there's not. TBD I, or whatever. TBD it's to be determined. What is it, Pat? Pat left the TB studio. Coffee House. TB, TB Coffee House. Sponsor the pod. Send us some beans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fucking great. Oh, but that comes back to what you said about compatibility because me and my boyfriend <laughs> are very different. Not about the coffee, but I think you're right. I think. You know, it's okay to be with someone who has differences because you can be like your yin and yang. <laughs> the coffee's working for Katie, too. I was talking about coffee. She goes, oh, yeah. That I reminds this, me. I do this all the I time. I actually found a compatibility thing. That well, was like British, where you're sorry. saying, oh, that's fine. Wait, let's come back to so Relationships. Uh, no, we should talk about relationships. Well, so, no, but you have, okay, so we're, we're, we could have kids and they might not have. Uh, they uh, won't. Yeah, okay. Until we we're gonna be, yeah, because we're gonna be good. Oh, well, that it goes skips back to a generation too. Like good parenting, I think. Like if your parents were really like abusive, you're not gonna be abusive, no. or you are gonna be abusive. Oh yeah, that's yeah. If your parents like gambled, you're not gonna gamble because you know how bad that was, or you are gonna gamble. Yeah. Your parents are an alcoholic. You're either sober or an alcoholic. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's no, like, you're true. It's true. My dad said like to me when I was small, and my mother was like, 
trying to get in on us in the bathroom and he was like, I hope you're learning how not to behave. And that really stuck with me because I would see things that she'd do. And it also like the situation she would get herself in would give me so much anxiety as a child that I was like, I never. Never want to put a kid through never this. Never want to. And, and also the way I think too, when it comes to like flirting or whatever, why I'm probably so careful with it. Um, and those type of situations and you know the way you're like I just want to have sex with everybody I yeah, just yeah well I'm a man so well I, I also really just saw the bad effects of like cheating fe- male female relationships or like using your sexual and like that's fine but I think there's certain things that I saw as a kid that stuck with you as to really not do. rich is like I feel very safe in a monogamous relationship of course yeah I'm not telling you like don't be in a monogamous don't go fuck someone in a bathroom <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm saying yeah. like my father was a compulsive gambler and like it ripped apart my family, so I don't gamble unless it's the Super Bowl. I allow myself one day a year to gamble. Yeah, because you've seen the effects of. It. I saw the effects. It was fucked up. Yeah. It was really bad. I was a baby, but like then my mom told me stories for the rest of my life, and I was <laughs> like, I'm not gonna gamble. You know when they tell you the stories as well, it's kind of interesting because there's loads of stuff I remember, and then there's some stuff my dad told me. And it's so one-sided too. Like my dad's side of the story is like, I played fantasy yeah. sports. <laughs> I had a fantasy football team. And my mom was like, the mob came to our house and said if I didn't give them $30,000, they would kill our kids. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I'm like, it's probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it could be there's closer probably, to your mom's side. It's probably a gray area yeah, yeah. here. But uh, yeah, I don't touch I don't touch gambling. I don't have a single gambling app on my phone. Yeah, that's no, that's great. And they legalize that. And you talk about fucking a country over. I mean, it is so bad bad for you yeah yeah. they're legalizing weed yeah. and then they're legalizing gambling yeah, like do they strange. want the world to go to to shit yeah i don't know it's so bad what are they gonna legalize next yeah hookers ketamine. hookers are next well it should be look could be fine it should be legal yeah that ketamine should be, should be legal oh, have you ketamine? ever done ketamine no you never did a ketamine drip they no. have therapy for it no i don't want to do any of these things i'm so in control of like my own issues right now i have my little i, I kiss my necklace when i have intrusive thoughts <laughs> I have all these like crazy coping mechanisms. I don't need to release any loopy stuff. Um, no, but I I would be great if they legalized prostitution because I feel like yeah, sex that would, workers would get tested all the time. They would oh, have it would stop Planned se- Parenthood sex trafficking. Maybe sex trafficking would go to the fucking shitter. That's why they don't do it. They make lots of money off that Scary. prison prison industrial complex. Yeah. When were you diagnosed with bipolar? I was twenty years old. Oh, you were twenty. Mm-hmm. I think um, thirteen years ago. I think people in Ireland specifically. That's uh, like th- that's like when it happens, early oh, 20s. Okay, yeah. I write up about that because I was like always uh, nervous, careful with my, me- yeah, because I was waiting. I was always waiting. Yeah, where's waiting, it gonna, when's is it going to come? come? Um, well, you do comedy, so you are mentally ill. There's, yeah, I, well, there's loads of things. I have like, you know, um, you know like Anxiety. overthinking, intrusive doubts. So I've really controlled, but it took years to figure out like coping mechanisms. I'm in therapy now, yeah, and that helped a lot. I love that. Therapy's the best. And uh, no. Got a journal. Should I journal? Journaling is tight. Okay. Do you yeah. meditate? No. <sighs> Katie, I do you would watch be so TV good. a lot though. That's poison. That's I don't watch meditation. any TV. I just Oh really? I don't watch a goddamn thing. I love TV. It's my favorite thing. Alright, then don't stop doing that. But you should meditate too. Yeah. I have a buddy, um, I won't say his name, but he helped me get into meditation. It's unbelievable the things you can do. Yeah. Like if you're like wired and need to go to sleep, he can make me go to sleep in like four minutes over the phone. That's great. That's great. I definitely find struggle with going to sleep. Me too. And sleep like is the most so important thing for mental yeah. health. I get like really vivid dream. I live like my a different life. Fu- it's crazy. <laughs> it's like oh my god, am I like really? sick because of the things i dream or no, like it's just or your subconscious crazy you're, you're creative. a creative person yeah because yeah. i'll create like worlds and whole like worlds aliens and then and i'll wake up and go back and i'm into still it. in the dream oh and then i'm like oh my god i have to get out of this dream this dream <laughs> sucks so bad this dream sucks so bad this dream sucks so bad and i'll die in the dream yeah. and then i'll wake up but i'm still in the fucking dream oh no that's cr- that and then i have sleep paralysis you ever get sleep paralysis i did for like forever but then therapy just talk therapy has stopped oh it, my god sleep paralysis is, like, is the Fucking it's the worst. Pits. I would have different demons. So the sleep paralysis demon in New York was different to the one when I would go home to Ireland. That's some next shit, right? And that made me think that maybe ghosts were real because the, <laughs> the one in 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 America was just a guy in the corner, but the one in Ireland was a, a creature on my chest. So, but anyway, the demons <laughs> have forgiven me and they've leaving me alone. Oh, Kitty Boyle, they're gonna have a nightmare tonight with the demons. Yeah, no, just because you said it. I won't. No, leave me alone. Leave her alone. 
Um, the reason why I asked about you getting diagnosed at 20 is because I think um, it's really good for the Irish listeners to hear someone just talk about it openly because in Ireland... Yeah, go get is, checked out. Yeah, and because in Ireland there's like a thing with... I feel like people would rather um, uh, be mentally unwell than actually get diagnosed, and it's an associ- there's an association for them with they don't want to know that they're sure. Which big I, alcoholism problem in Ireland? Oh my I've gosh! There, I'd say I'd say so many other things like a lot of ADHD, a lot of things that actually but that all comes from. I mean, abusing alcohol can have a horrible effect on your brain. I abused alcohol so much before I came. Oh, here. me too. I had a blackout all the time. I was oh, like so too. much fun, but I have it's great dangerous. stories, yeah. but it's really bad for your brain. I have stories from other people because I wouldn't remember. They were like, you were <laughs> dancing on the bar, and I was like so annoyed because I was like, you're enjoying my fun that I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, you kind of remember. So that's another thing that happens with bipolar. Like when you're in a manic episode, you completely black out parts of your life. Wow. Life. And uh, there's stories that have been told to me that I'm just like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, we have photos. And I'm like, they're showing me photos and I'm like, I didn't even, I don't know. And it's like a thing that your brain does to save you yeah. the embarrassment, which is cool. But like, I lost my best friend's bicycle one night. Like he let me borrow his bicycle and I thought I locked it up and I left it out on the street. Yeah. And I still owe him a bicycle. I, I'm sorry, Vinny, I will get you a new bicycle <laughs> once I get money. But like, there's pictures of me in a bar that night. Apparently I lit someone's hair on fire. Like Jeez, really crazy yeah. shit. And I'm like, I have no, like as a joke, I was just like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, why are you lighting my hair on fire? I was like, I don't know, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Comedy, I'm a comedian. Like really crazy shit. What was the, what, how did you end up going and being like, okay, I need to get help for this? Uh, I got hospitalized six times. Okay. Like my family brought me to a psych ward or an ambulance brought me to a I psych I mean, ward. but your family are my yeah. family's amazing. Yeah, my family that's great. Is still on my side, even though I've put them through the fucking ringer. Yeah. Um. And then did you did you try different medications to find to get one? Everyone. Out? Okay, and then I you tried found lithium. One. I was yeah. allergic to it. Okay. I tried Seroquel. I tried uh, Ativan. I tried fucking everyone. Yeah. And then finally, I found one uh, Depakote. I found one that like didn't break my dick. Okay. And like made me chill out a little bit. Yeah. It's called Abilify. Yeah. Would love to get a sponsor. <laughs> uh, I take it every day and I take Tegretol. Would love to get a sponsor. Um, and it really helps me out. It balances me out. I go to therapy every Wednesday. What's today? Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. Okay. I just thought I missed my therapy appointment because my phone's on airplane mode. Yeah. Uh, I journal. I meditate and it's chill. I work out all the time. Yeah. And somehow I'm okay. And you'll take the meds for, every night. Forever, yeah. Well, I don't know about forever, but for now, for sure, every night. Yeah. Uh, there's like a bunch of research being done with like psilocybin, which is mushrooms, and like ketamine. And I love both of those things so much that like, who knows? Yeah. Um, like for depression, ketamine is awesome and mushrooms are also great for depression. Not saying you should do them uh, on your own. I'm talking about like in a medical environment with like a shaman and like shit like that. Don't just go to the fucking bodega and get their fake ass mushrooms. Bodegas are selling fake mushrooms. Yeah. I mean, don't smoke weed from a bodega and don't do mushrooms from a bodega. Seriously. Yeah. They got K2 in that shit. That shit will kill you. It's like the old saying, like if you buy cheap or if you yeah, don't. What's the saying? I can't remember it. If you're buying cheap <laughs> shit. You're going to die. It's going to suck or, your dick. Yeah. You're just, you know, pay for what you want, especially when it's going yes, to your body. Especially drugs. The thing with the people ca- try and get a deal on like blow. And I'm like, you know, there's people dying from fentanyl, right? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Why? Stop. Test the shit. Also, you can get a fentanyl test kit for free at a bar. Yeah. Also, as well, like you're probably saving on all the booze you're gonna be like. I drink booze and I'll never do coke or drugs. I just don't want to. But and I have a healthy relationship with booze. But there was one night the other night where I was tired and I was like, God, if I did do e, it'd probably save me a lot of money and I'd have a lot of energy right now. <laughs> but I, you know what I mean. So it's like you're still saving money probably because I don't know how much is an e tablet. Twenty bucks. Yeah, and how much is fucking two. Two drinks wouldn't be twenty. Thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, still though, stick to stick to what you know. And Don't do e 
unless you want to i don't know i don't know what the advice is on e um all of it do whatever you want do whatever you want but just be know safe. your no your especially brain. if you have a mental illness know your if brain. you have a mental illness don't do mdma don't do molly if you're bipolar seriously do not do molly do not do ecstasy and be careful with acid what does why what do they do to you if you have bipolar they so what that what mdma and ecstasy do is just like shoot all the dopamine yeah straight into your fucking brain and that's what a manic episode is. Oh, so it just puts you into okay. So, like, dopamine is precious and fragile, and you only have a certain amount of it. Yeah. And if you get all your receptors going way up, like E, which is awesome, and Molly, which is awesome, MDMA yeah. is fucking fantastic. But right now it's cut with like speed and fucking PCP and meth and shit. You mix all that shit together and you're going to go into a manic episode. You'll feel good for like a couple days. You won't sleep. That's another thing. You don't sleep on Molly or ecstasy, right? I hate that. So what does that mean? You're not getting sleep. All your dopamine is in your brain. You just crash. You're not eating. Yeah. You're Not only are you going to crash, you're going to just fucking spiral into a whole fucking manic episode. Jesus, yeah. Whereas Very. psilocybin doesn't do any of that. What is psilocybin? Mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Like the pure chemical compound found in mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never done mushrooms. I will say with the ketamine therapy, I did know someone who was doing it. And they also really lost themselves. Uh, but I don't know if it had to do with the ketamine therapy or just the unresolved no, trauma. I don't think so. I, I think there are. I mean, I don't know that person. But like there's a bunch of comics I know that are doing ketamine therapy. They quit other drugs oh, okay great yeah they, so that's they the got thing. off their meds everything's not gonna work for everybody no anyway. no it's but like try just, try shit guys not it, drugs yeah. don't try drugs if you've never tried drugs but like there is help out there yeah like so much help there are free therapists first do talk therapy and then first go after therapy. that to take your steps yeah go see a psychiatrist sit down tell them what the fuck is going on tell them you can't sleep tell them you're not eating be honest about the drugs you're doing don't there's three people you should never lie to your doctor your lawyer and yourself <laughs> adrian lau told me that great rap producer yeah and i love that fucking saying yeah because no, it's true absolutely. i always feel like that too like there's certain people i've known and they've gone into therapy and then they're saying stuff that the therapist said and i'm like you are not telling that therapist the yeah <laughs> i had someone tell me i'll tell you after the pod I had a, yeah, I remember a person who had like, you know, um, I, I could tell had like childhood trauma stuff. Yeah. And then was saying back that the therapist was saying, but I, from this person, this person models their behavior off every person they interact with, Oof. which is something I've, like I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of notice people in, cause I'm like hypersensitive cause of like what I grew up with. Like I was always like walking on eggshells. I'm always like reading people's mood are you super empathetic like crazy like it it fucks you up when you see someone without an arm i feel like a pain in my arm like i could never be a doctor i'm the same way like if someone's having a bad time i can feel it immediately me too i I cannot yeah not ask them what's wrong i know i know if someone's uncomfortable if someone mumbled something under their breath and that person heard them and they're not addressing that they heard them I have to diffuse the situation. It's oh. crazy. I have a fucking disorder. Yeah, no, I'm the same. Like if someone, when I go home and if someone in my family is in a bad mood, I'm like, I feel it. Yes, and I'm I like, can, what's is it going because on? I didn't wash my dish? And then I have to be like, it's not because of me or internally. Tell me what happened. But Tell me yeah. what happened right now yeah, or I can't it. be here. <laughs> I'm serious, Katie. No, I'm the same. I, me and my sister were just talking about that. My sister feels the same as well. Like she can really read moods. Empathy is a lost, uh, uh, I don't want to say art. But like no one listens anymore and everyone's just posting and like worrying about themselves and like that's why cocaine's kind of (laughs) cool because it shoots up your empathy level. Oh really? That's why everyone at the bar is like, I love you. Wow. You're the best. That's so funny. Everyone says that that cocaine makes you talk a lot. But some people it makes you listen. Yeah. And like no one's listening anymore. This is something that I've learned when you go outside. No one in New York is listening anymore. They're all on their phones. They all just want to get your Instagram, see how many followers you are have, and then see if that's cool enough for them to talk to you. Yeah, it's very sad. Yeah, let me get your gram. Let me get your, let's connect. Let's collab. Yeah. And when I had 3,000 followers, no one gave off. 
fuck that I did comedy. And now people ask me what I do and I tell them and they're like, oh, so you really, you really like do this. Well, I know. People say the same to me when they see my Instagram. Yeah. It's you've so been funny. killing it. Well, thank you. But Reels are dead though. Aren't they? Are yours still rocking? No, mine aren't getting half the, I thought it was me. I just thought I was like shadow. No, my last six have gotten under 10,000 views. It must be one of those weird algorithms. I can't keep They want you to I'll... pay. They want you to pay. Meta, oh. Meta's in the shitter. I don't know if you heard the news, but no. Facebook is dying, yeah. and the only the only way that they can that's why they did this. They they got us addicted to the numbers, mm-hmm. and now they're like, "Oh, you want to pay?" Wow! And it's kind of worth it to pay sometimes. Well, how do you pay? Oh, like a sponsored post? Mm-hmm. Jeez, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just keep putting it up and just just yeah, go with it. That's all you can do. To, as yeah. long as your followers see it now. Yeah, exactly. They share it. And they're going to come. They're the ones paying to go to shows. That's the only reason why I do it. That's the only reason I do it. Yeah. I have a bunch of reels coming out, by the way. You can follow <laughs> yeah. me at Mad Z Pavich. Are we only doing an hour? How long? Do yeah, you- so we got four minutes left. I okay. will I will say, though, uh, what you said about it is really true that people talk at pe- people. And I sometimes I feel like I fall back into podcast hosts because I hate when um, someone... Uh, is talking at Dominating someone but they don't hear what they, the other person said yeah like so, please shut up so i'll always be like oh i'm sorry and what were you saying and like pull back because i'm like it's heartbreaking when you say someone and the people don't hear because everybody the other was- night i was out right everyone's doing blow okay. right except for me and no one's listening yeah. it's crazy no one's listening and the guy whose apartment i'm at is like i need everybody to leave because this is not fun for me anymore yeah and i was like guys you you gotta go, and they're like, but the the internet is so intricate. The way like literally like saying nonsense, and I was like, I had to literally like become a bouncer at this guy's apartment and be like, dude, you have to go. You have to go. Is it cool if she stays? Yes, you can stay. You have to go. And literally, so it took funny. 35 minutes for me to get everyone out of the apartment. That's so annoying. It is really annoying. That poor guy is probably like he was having a panic attack. Yeah, everyone was being loud. They were What's playing low? cocaine. Cocaine. Okay. Uh, they were playing music off of his TV at a volume that was insane. Yeah. It was four in the morning, and I had to literally, this is like, you know, it, it was insane. Yeah. And no one would listen. Yeah, yeah, one more bump, one more one more line, one more. And I was like, guys, get, get the fuck. I, I almost had to, like, yeah. yell. Yeah. Well, thank God he had you there. Well, I don't. I'm a. I'm a shoot. I'm a. Sh- I'm an honest king. Yeah, an honest boy. king. Okay, wait, what's your Instagram? To a, to a fault. My Instagram is Matt. Z Pavich, P A V I C H. Give me a follow. I live on Forty Third Street in Queens, and I'm almost at forty three thousand followers. Oh wow! And it would be pretty cool if I got there. You're so, growing so fast. I feel like yeah. People don't believe me that I did this organically, which is kind of a high honor. Um, <laughs> I mean, when people people the reels, it's all the reels. Baby. Yeah, yeah, and but I'm at forty two point nine, and I'd really love to get okay. to forty three. You will, you will. I know. Um, um, and wait, you had an album. I did have an album called Wednesdays at Bellevue. It's mostly about being bipolar. There's some other jokes in there. Uh, it's a really, really cool special. It's available on my YouTube for free, or you can download it or send me a DM, and I'll send you a signed vinyl wow. if you uh, have a record player. It's very cool. My sister did the artwork. That's so nice. It's really cool. Yeah, it's. I think it's like thirty dollars, and yeah. I'll send you a literally signed vinyl with like a personal note. It'll be a good gift. Um, That's great. And then yeah. go see him live because he's working on some great new material. Come see me live, New York Comedy Club, uh, either location or Stamford, Connecticut's new location. Have you been there yet? No. Did you do it, Katie? You're gonna lose your fucking mind. I can't wait. It's the coolest club in the in the world. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. I've been to a lot of comedy clubs. It blows any one of them out of the water. Okay. Cool. Get a headline date and fucking do it. Yeah. The green room's bigger than my house. That's crazy. There's a pool table. And there's Brendan on the wall. Brendan's on the wall. Holly from New York Comedy Club drew a beautiful mural of Brendan Sagalow on a horse. It's beautiful. It's huge. Yeah, I'm doing her um, her 100 comics I was supposed to do that too, but then I wasn't. Why? I don't know. Uh, Maybe I haven't anymore. It's like a a scheduling (laughs) conflict. Oh. Three days it took her. To paint that fucking thing. Yeah, she's amazing. She's unbelievable. Yeah, Holly Look J. Out, Salerno. Uh, Holly J. Her. Salerno on Instagram. She's, she's doing, unbelievable. She just did a great advertisement. Um, yeah, for the World Cup. That's crazy. It's so crazy. Cool. In Africa. Yeah, yeah. No, she's a, uh, she's starting. She painted me. Yeah. Um, uh, 
listeners please go sign up to the patreon the videos are always there a week early there's a uh, bonus apps which is just me talking about my private life private so come life. over for the extra tea and um, <laughs> you know if you're into that um and then uh, uh, and it's pay what you want because i don't i haven't uh, and, and and oh sorry i was looking down the table to hold it and and thank you pat make sure to go pat's details is in the information or is in the description um you know just go fo- check him out because he's doing great stuff all the time yes and rate we review you, comment and yeah keep telling your friends and keep watching and you can just leave this up in the background as well commenting means a lot uh guys comment it really does matter yeah, thanks for the guys who have been commenting. You guys are so sweet. Yes, There's this guy hey. who's always like, love you, Katie. I'm like, I love you. I love you <laughs> okay, bye, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for having me. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 